Thank you for joining us for episode 366 of Live Happy Now. There are many ways to improve your well-being, and this week's guest is truly drawn to mental health. I'm your host, Paula Phelps, and this week I have the pleasure of talking with Danny Casal, who, under the moniker of Cool Man Coffee Dan, is using his art to provide encouragement, make people laugh, and even explore the challenges of mental health. His work took off during the pandemic, and now he has millions of followers who rely on his adorable characters to uplift and inspire them. His new book, Your Special, Advice for Humans from Cool Man Coffee Dan, tackles topics ranging from loneliness and anxiety to grief and self-confidence. And just like this conversation, his art will make you smile. Danny, welcome to Live Happy Now. Thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to be here. Well, I'm happy for you to come here and to bring all your little animated friends with you. (laughs) We have so much to talk about with what you're doing to help spread positivity throughout the world. Your animations are absolutely adorable and your story is amazing. So can you tell us how that all came together for you? Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, thank you. First of all, every day it's, it's sort of a, a pinch me to wake up sort of moment. <laughs> it's all a dream come true, to be honest. You know, when I was younger, doodling in uh, just my classroom in elementary school and just daydreaming, staring at the clock, wishing that the time would go by faster so I could get out of there. All I really wanted to do was figure out how I could draw and doodle for a living. And I had no idea how to do that. I didn't know what the first step was. So once it came time for me to make a life decision and and sort of, you know, go off to college, I settled on going for film because I was doing videography. I was, you know, running around New York City filming a music video here and there for a hundred bucks a pop just to pay some bills. And I thought that was a more viable career option. I never thought, you know, doodling would ever pay a dime. And it wasn't until a random summer night in 2017, you know, I'm living in Brooklyn with five other dudes, just trying to figure out what I want to do with my life, where I had a three in the morning idea while I was brushing my teeth. And I thought, you know what, before I go to bed, why not give it a, give this a shot? And, and, you know, it was a, it was, I doodled it, never animated before, but I uh, just kind of made up my own, you know, poor man's way of animating and I posted it. And that video was called Snakes Have Legs. And five years later, that video has gone on to accumulate hundreds of millions of views and be translated to every language around the world. That was sort of the first indication that maybe this uh, this whole doodling thing could <laughs> I work. I might be onto something here. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and it so was pretty I, uh, quick, wasn't yeah. it? Like it, it, the response oh was immediate. Yeah, I mean, you know, overnight kind of sounds cliche, but it, it really was that. And I, I kind of just had to buckle up and, and get right down to it uh, and seize the day if I wanted to see how far I could take this thing. And how stunning was it to you to to realize like this whole dream of yours was coming true right before your eyes and very quickly? It was sort of uh, unbelievable. You see uh, people make it, quote unquote, on the internet left and right, but how often is that an actual uh, career opportunity? How what's the longevity in that? You know, you, you never really know, and you don't know. Like, oh, is this just my fifteen minutes of fame here? What I really wanted to make sure of is is that I didn't let the opportunity go by, and that I could do everything in that moment to bring it to the next level, and then bring it to the one after that, and just kind of keep one upping, and just keep the journey going. 
that was five years ago. And I'm, I'm very uh, happy to say that, you know, it's, it, it, it indeed kept leveling up. Yeah, you've done a remarkable job of continuing it and always furthering the message. And first of all, your animations are so cute and so sweet. Like you can't, they're great little videos to send to someone and say like, hey, this made me think of you. It just is, they're heartwarming. And I love how you say that you draw things that your younger self would have benefited from. Yep. So can you talk about that and, and how you get that inspiration for these animations? You know, that's sort of the the whole point. Like I, I realize that there's so much negativity on social media timelines and it's sort of just, you know, we mainly saw this during COVID 2020. It's just doom scrolling, you know, and it's sort of addicting. So I always wanted these videos to be that that bright source of inspiration on your timeline that either you stumble upon or you're following me in my work or, you know, someone you love, a friend or family member, you know, sends you the video. When I think about the type of kid I was, you know, I was, I was very self-conscious and anxious. And even though I didn't have any real reason to be, I dreaded even going to school. I couldn't look, look people in the eye. It was a real mental struggle day to day, but cartoons and animate animations and these sort of animated shows that although the characters weren't real, you know, they were sort of fictional they had a very real and profound impact on me and how I sort of looked at myself and went about my day. And I thought, well, if this could be done in sort of short snippets on social media and sort of be that quick boost in positivity and motivation, then then I, I would love to be that source. And I, I really do think if my younger self were to stumble upon my own videos today, he would really get a lot out of them. And a lot of people are getting a lot out of them. And as you mentioned, it's the positivity. And what I love, all your work is positive. Like everything you look at <laughs> makes you feel better. And is that a natural thing for you? Do you feel positive naturally? Uh, because some people do and some people really have to, to work for it. You know, it's a good question. I, I think it's gotten to the point where I almost look to my characters to point me in the right direction because I am only human. You know, I'm subject to those human up and downs throughout the day, throughout the week. I get sad. You know, it's the human inside of me that does that. But through these characters are extensions of me and my personality. They sort of have taken a life on their own over the years. And, you know, so much so that I'll look at my main character, Spech, which is short for special because his motto is you're special. If I'm in a stump or I can't really, I'm not maybe in a positive mood to write something positive, Spech kind of does the job for me. You know, I, I can almost hear him writing his own script, writing his own dialogue. And I have a bunch of other characters with different personalities that do the same thing. Once that started happening in my, in my mind, that's when I knew I uh, had something special here, no pun intended. <laughs> and do they make you smile as much as they make everybody else smile? Oh yeah, no, they're always, you know, anytime there's a there's a new sketch or a new doodle, I'm always laughing, you know. And and that's a real good indicator like if I'm laughing and having a good time, you know, and and smiling, then that means it'll it'll bring others the the same. Absolutely. Now let's talk about the pandemic because your work really became a lifeline for a lot of people during the pandemic. So can you talk about the videos that you were creating and the kind of response that you were getting from those videos? Yeah. You know, once everything started getting locked down and I realized we were going to be hunkered down for a little while and for a minute there, it seemed like it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And there was no light at the end of the tunnel. I really sort of doubled down 
I just moved to LA like two months prior to the lockdown. So oh, it was just me alone in this Airbnb, thousands of miles away from you know my family back in New York and all the friends that I knew and loved. And I was sort of in a very unique spot myself mentally. And, and, I, and I sort of started really doubling down on making these positive animations out of necessity to, to keep me sane. You know, there was, there was such beautiful response to these videos that just reminded you that, you know, hey, we're going to get through this together. We were all doing this whole life thing together, like fellow humans to fellow humans, like let's, let's get through this and, and, you know, keep a high head and just keep looking forward and be safe and remind your family that you love them if you haven't seen them in a little bit. And it was all these simple reminders that went a long way. And, you know, so much so that a year or so later, once the world started opening up a little bit out here in LA, I was uh, at Starbucks and one of the baristas recognized me, I guess, through my voice or something. She told me how during the pandemic, during the thick of it, her and our younger sister would send back and forth my videos on TikTok, literally because it would just like cure their anxiety. And that was like a real beautiful realization that, you know, there was like, there's real, real life remedies here through these animated videos that kept people, you know, getting through their days during the pandemic as tough, as tough as it was. Absolutely. That has to be an incredible feeling when you know that your work is impacting people at that level, like a life-changing, mood-changing level. A hundred percent. And, you know, it's, it's people of all ages, you know, the, that barista was, you know, maybe my age, mid-20s. She was telling me how her sister was in her uh, early teens. And, you know, you just see how, like, no matter how old you are, you could be seven or 77, these characters, you know, bring that smile out of you regardless, which I think is a really beautiful thing. Yeah, it really is a universal book, which we're going to talk about next. But all your drawings, all your animations are so universal because there's no age limit to that positivity and to just that you just smile. I mean, that's all you can do. You can't do anything but just like, oh, that's adorable. I want to take him home. Yeah, no. And and I think that's the beauty of it is because although the characters are so simple and, you know, blobby and it, it just it causes you to turn your head and maybe even just do a double take and be like, hey, why is this character calling me special? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> you know, and there's often a, a nice little catchy tune or dance or punchline or, you know, slightly unsettling something or another that ends up being wholesome in the end. You know, it's just a, a unique niche take on it all that maybe you don't see come out of cartoon characters too often. And I think it's that double take that gets a lot of people intrigued in the first place. I would say so. And how did all this then lead to your book? Yeah, you know, it was another in the thick of the pandemic sort of moment where being alone in this Airbnb so far away from anything or anyone I ever knew during such questionable and scary times I really did need to just sit down and write some stories to keep me calm. Very quickly, I started realizing that these stories, you know, compiled and once I sort of looked at them back to back, could make a really cool book. And I never wrote a book before, but that was another uh, huge dream of mine. Once I started, you know, piecing these short stories together and sort of, you know, figuring out the overall arc, the book, Your Special Advice for Humans came about. You know, it's it's pretty much as if my videos and animations were in book form. It's 12 chapters of my characters, you know, bringing you the reader 
throughout these, you know, different life lessons, page to page with some really, uh, you know, deep analogies that if you're, you know, five or six years old, you might not understand. But if you're my age or, you know, however old, it, you know, gets you in the feels and it gets you thinking about things in, in a little bit of a different way. And, and that's why I want it to be called Advice for Humans, because it's these, you know, non-human characters going about the book, teaching you a thing or two that maybe you'd be better, better off knowing than not. And what's so remarkable about it is that you do delve into some really weighty themes, but you deliver it with such a light touch. It's just the perfect book on on addressing ailments and mental illness and challenges. And I just love the way that you finesse that. Was that a challenge at all to be able to talk on these deep topics? Because you don't make it seem frivolous, but you do make it, you do, like I said, you deliver it with a light touch. Yeah, no, I, you know, I think if anything, it was it was something I wanted to explore for a while. At the end of the day, you know, with the uh, attention span being so short on social media, you sort of have to pack everything into thirty to sixty seconds. But with the book format, I was able to dive in and explore some deeper concepts that I uh, wanted to. I, I always wanted to explore. You know, one of those being around death or or the loss of something or someone special to you, which is done during a chapter where my main character Spech meets a, a robot who's very upset because he misplaced his arms, his little robot arms, and so he's you know sort of sitting there, uh, armless, just a metal box, crying, saying how those arms were oh so special to to him and and he did everything with those arms and they meant so much to him and i'm sort of writing this chapter right around the time when my my grandma who i was very close to passed away and i sort of packed a a ton of uh, analogies as to the emotions that i was going through losing something or someone that was so special to me and so integral to my life and maybe how to deal with that and and you sort of come out the chapter with spech telling the robot that it's okay to be sad take your time to grieve but definitely don't forget to rejoice in all the beautiful memories that you had with that special someone otherwise you wouldn't have had the chance to love at all sort of that special reminder that it's important to just remind yourself that of all the beautiful memories that you had with something or someone that may not be in your life anymore. Yeah, that was so well done. And again, I love the fact that it wasn't just about losing a person because a lot of us did lose people during the pandemic, but we lost a lot of other things that we might've felt guilty about grieving for. We lost our interactions with friends, we lost going to concerts and sporting events. You know, there were things that we lost that maybe we didn't feel comfortable actually grieving about. But that chapter so well sums up, I think, what a lot of us felt like with all the things that we didn't have anymore. Totally. And, and I think through analogies like that, that are sort of decorated and spruced up to be a little more lighthearted on the surface, I think it's a little more digestible once you actually start looking deeper into the meaning and, and reading on, you know, and it's not all, of course, chapters as heavy as that. I think right before, right after that chapter, there's, there's a short little fun one about the right way to make a bowl of cereal. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it explores all the absolute wrong ways to make a bowl of cereal too. So, you know, it's, 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 it's fun. It balances it out with the more bittersweet, melancholy moments. You know, it's a whole, I want it to feel like a whole uh, journey that my characters took you on. 
Yeah. And what's so awesome too, is you get a new friend in every chapter, like you meet somebody new. And exactly. A new character. And by the end of it, you accumulated this whole new gang of, of creatures, birds, turtles, aliens, robots, you know, everything in between that makes you realize that sometimes you just got to go for a walk and meet some uh, new friends along the way. That's what life's all about. And one of the things, by the time you get to the end of the book, you're like, I want to live in that world, not mine. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, just, not a bad world to be. Not a bad I know. World to be I just all. want to hang out with them. So, so you do speak out about mental health. And this is obviously May is Mental Health Awareness Month. We're doing a lot of topics on that. Why was that so important to you to, you know, you could have glossed over things. You could have just been a positive animator and not really dealt with issues. Um, why was it important for you to speak out about mental health? Yeah, you know, I, I think mental health, especially amongst young people, is not talked about often enough at all. And I think we, we've made a lot of progress in the past decade or so, certainly better than when I was in school, elementary, middle school, high school. But, you know, I, I, was, a, I was a very self-conscious kid. I was very anxious. I didn't really know <laughs> if any of my other friends were going through the same thing. I kind of just thought I was going crazy. And there weren't that many resources or, or so I thought for me to turn to besides, mm-hmm. uh, you know, my parents who I, you know, I'm very close to. But, you know, above that, I, I didn't know if I was I, it felt like I was the only person in the world. I was the only kid in the world that felt like this and was feeling these things. So I, uh, you know, now that I am, you know, a 26 year old artist with this very strong community, this very strong platform, I feel like it's my duty to sort of talk about these things and and make an effort to make this at least a little bit better. And there's a few initiatives that I'm going about this month through things like the Your Special Book and some really incredible charities that focus on mental health amongst the youth that I hope I can make a, a real difference with. Yeah. And how does it change the outcome if we continue normalizing this conversation? Because I had an interview with someone yesterday and talked about how we didn't talk about anxiety years ago. And now it's okay. It's okay to say, I need a moment. I'm feeling anxious. I got to take a breath. How does normalizing that change everything for, say, kids who are growing up right now? I think it, it, it normalizes the, the feeling that if you do need to take a day off from school as a mental health day and just regather your thoughts if it normalizes the feeling that you're, you know, if you're a 10 year old kid and you're able to, you know, raise your hand and tell your teacher that you're having a nervous breakdown, you know, if it normalizes, you know, a teenager to tell someone in their family that they're having a real, you know, straight up not having good thoughts, you know, I think if it does all these things or at least tips off the dialogue, you know, gets it started, I think that's a real powerful beautiful step forward that I honestly don't think we were at 10, even five years ago. 100% agree with that. I think the, the, the pandemic, if anything, expedited in, in, a, in a good way, in a positive way, it's the, sort of the silver lining, expedited that conversation because it, everyone just was forced to sit home with their thoughts, <laughs> you know, especially young people who didn't have, you know, school to distract them and their friends to distract them from all that. So I'm glad that we're, we're making moves forward. Definitely. And you are such a big part of that. What struck me as I was going through the book is, man, if I'm a parent or a grandparent, this is such an excellent book to give that child because what a, an invitation to open the door for conversation. 
something that I realized when I was looking at anxiety reducing books a few years ago, because I was really interested in what books were out there for me. A lot of them sometimes come come off as condescending and you know, maybe they're meant for an older crowd. A lot of them weren't even meant for for guys. Right. You know, so it That's was just true. That's a great point. It's not talked about nearly enough for, for certain groups of people. And I realized, hey, if I can make this book for everybody, whether you're, you know, a, a guy, a girl in elementary school, in college, going through a, you know, a divorce, no matter what, all ages, all, all people of all different backgrounds through these characters that don't care who you are, what you look like, how old you are in a non-consending way. I think that's what I really wanted to nail with this book. And you did it beautifully. It's so uplifting. And like I said, so enjoyable. And the the hardest part is you don't want it to end because then you got to go back to real life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No shame in rereading a book, by the way. (laughs) Exactly. Now you've done some other collaborations involving mental health, correct? Oh yeah. A ton with a really, really incredible uh, artists out there and creators, one of which being uh, Topeka Padukone out of Bollywood. You know, Mm -hmm. she's a one of the top superstars over there. <laughs> and it just goes to show, you know, the, that, you know, this, these characters in the messaging just reaches every nook and cranny of the world. It's, it, it is so universal, regardless of language and culture. I made a video uh, where, you know, she voiced a character. It was my animated character and her animated character talking about this uh, magical word pronounced Jaru Kijapi. It means the magical hug. And sometimes you just got to give yourself a magical hug and take a deep breath and remind yourself that it's all going to be okay. That was uh, that got millions of views between between mine and her audience. And it was a, that was a really awesome collab. That's terrific. What is the number one thing that you really hope for people as they discover your work and as you do more work that they can be engaged with? What is it that you hope for them? I hope that it inspires young creatives to and you know, creative could mean anything. It could mean you're a doodle, a doodler. It could mean you're interested in sports. It could mean you're interested in philosophy. Whatever it is, everything and anything in between. I mainly want to inspire young people to realize that a, it's all going to be okay. It's all going to work out. And B, you are so incredibly special with all your flaws or, or the things that you think are your flaws. That's what makes you you. That's what makes you special. That's your special superpower. Like run with it, embrace it. And I think if I could spread that message and that feeling of ex- self-acceptance and self-confidence to others, you know, really, you know, of course, the young, younger folk, but really this message goes regardless of your age. Once you're able to truly accept yourself or at least make an effort to, I think your life can completely change for the better. And, and if these characters can remind you to, that it's okay to give that a shot, I think it's all worth it. Fantastic. Danny, you were the voice that we needed during the pandemic. You really have done so much to lighten up the world in just the last few years. And I'm really excited to see what happens from here. And thank you so much for coming on the show and talking with us about it. Oh my God. Thank you so much for having me. These characters, there's so much more to come for them. And I think it's just going to be a magical journey, uh, you know, here on out continued. And I'm, I'm happy and honored that everybody wants to be a part of it. That was digital artist, Danny Casal talking about how he uses his art to help others improve their mental health. If you'd like to learn more about Danny, follow him on social media or find out where to buy his new book, your special advice for humans from Cool Man Coffee Dan. 
Visit our website at livehappy.com and click on the podcast tab. And while you're on our site, remember, you can get 20% off anything and everything in the Live Happy store this month when you use the code SELFLOVE20. That is all we have time for today. We'll meet you back here again next week for an all-new episode. And until then, this is Paula Phelps reminding you to make every day a happy one.